0: Truth is a strange little creature. It is fickle yet steadfast, elusive yet clear. Here I thought I caught it in my deft hands, but I see it now bouncing away. Nick should be the air robber. He was caught red handed committing the crime. And yet there are coincidences. And yet one crime cannot necessarily stand for all crimes. And yet. I don't have a third yet. And yet.
1: It wouldn't feel like a real podcast if there was only one episode. Stephen? Aubrey. Can I get paid for the last episode?
0: No. I'm Aubrey Fisher, and this is Air Robbed. gut brought me here, but now it's up to the facts to guide me. Here's what we currently know. Four total AirPods have been stolen thus far, and only one has resurfaced. Nick- Eight. What?
1: Eight AirPods have been stolen. Or four pairs. There's two AirPods per case.
0: Sure, eight.
1: You have two ears, Aubrey.
0: I know that. Okay, look, four pairs of AirPods have been stolen thus far. Nick Teller's was found in Russian city class with Marina Taylor's AirPods in his back pocket. The other three remain missing. And Nick has class with all the victims and sits directly behind or across from all of them. These are the facts, yes. But allow me to speculate just for a moment. What could possibly be Nick's motivation? He has displayed to me a genuine love for this school one that I have trouble doubting. Perhaps that wouldn't necessarily drive him away from committing the crime, sure. But why, after being caught in the act stealing one pair of AirPods, would he not confess to the crime? Unless the AirPods are safely returned, Nick is faced with a threat of expulsion, a fine of a quarter of a million dollars, and is being forced to sleep on the cold, damp patio of Einstein bagels. Were he the air robber, why wouldn't he simply return the AirPods? Sure, he'd still face punishment, but as it stands, his punishment has already begun. And if the AirPods were lost, say, sold or destroyed, why wouldn't he admit to this? Simply, if Nick was the air robber, he'd no longer have anything to gain by pretending to be innocent. But this is just a hunch. I can't reasonably count out Nick Teller yet, what I need now is more evidence, more facts, to weigh for or against him. I need to interview the victims, yes. But I need to know everything. And for that, there's only one place to turn. Hi, Dana. Thanks for coming on.
2: You're welcome, but when you said studio, I thought it'd be like an actual studio. Not a cardboard box and a blanket covering it. Steve says it's good for
0: audio, I don't really know, though.
2: Actually, that's hella cool. Very minimalistic. I don't understand it, but hey, high third count, too. Oh, can I smoke in here? I really don't.
0: Dana Dupree, Junior Exhibitions of Innovative Media Arts major at Hilson. But more than that, she's top informant in all things Hilson. Every party, every slam poetry open mic night, every bathroom smoke break. She knows about it and she's there. Even if you don't see her. It said her phone contains a number of every Haleson student that is, once was, or will be. Benson says hi. Who's Benson? You'll meet them next year. I okay. So Dana, what do you know so far about Nick Teller?
2: Oh sure. Nick Teller, a freshman film major switching to journalism. Five foot five, dark brown hair, Pisces, 140 pounds, type AB blood, has a mole the size of a dime on his tummy. Too much. Oh, and he's the air robber. Uh, how can you be sure? It's what everyone's saying, from the anime club to the air hockey team. And shit just makes sense. Like, have you met the kid? I have, yes.
0: But can you describe for us what interactions you've had with Nick personally?
2: (laughs) Do we have time? There was the Alpha Sigma Sigma recruiting event, intro to ornithology, the informational meeting for the Humpback Herald, September 18th, when he posed for my figure drawing class.
0: He, okay, whatever.
2: When did you last see him? October 2nd, actually, right before Russian cine class started. When he snagged the pods. He was eating lunch before the lecture, I guess. He fit a whole piece of pizza in his mouth. I see. But Dana, ignoring for a moment what you've
0: heard around school, do you believe Nick to be the air robber?
2: Yep. Like, I know that kid's type. A huge perpetrator of remix culture. He's desperate to be liked, and he figured out the right stunt to pull and the right kids to pull it on.
0: What do you mean?
2: Isn't it obvious? All the victims are... Cringe as fuck. He probably thought he'd get some real cred from messing with them. Can you explain for
0: the audience what kind of cringe?
2: Girl, you know what I mean. Marina has that whole fangirl shit going on. Jimmy's on that SoundCloud grind. Lance is obsessed with esports. And you know, Sawyer sawyer you know what would scooby do more like who would do scooby and be super weird about it uh like look i have no problem if you want to commission like a little arctic fox girl in an academy skirt but if you're like specifying depth and puddle size and then you don't even fucking pay me the full price anyway I see. Don't get me wrong. All the kids who got robbed are like fine little products of the system. I'm actually meeting with Jimmy after this to read the Pledge of Allegiance with pudding in my mouth so he can use it as a soundbite for his album. But anyway, that's the common thread. They were all perfect victims for a popularity stunt. It seems that Dana,
0: and by extension the student body, was convinced of Nick's guilt. And regardless if her popularity stunt theory is true, it seems to have succeeded in gaining Nick's notoriety. Were these victims a random assortment of wrong place, wrong time? Or are they united in their bullyable ways? Cringe or not, I needed their side of the story to crawl closer to the truth. With some help from Dana's cellular crystal ball, I was able to sit down with the other three victims. Would you please introduce yourself?
3: What's good, sister? I'm Jimmy the SoundCloud rapper. I do like chill wave rap, you know? My haters, my lovers, my motivators all call me Slimmy Jimmy.
0: Um, can you give me your full name, please?
3: Oh, for sure. It's gonna be Slimmy Jimmy with the shimmy 8 on SoundCloud. That's wit, like W-I-T and...
0: Jimmy Miller. You are Jimmy Miller.
3: From head to toe.
0: Jimmy, let's cut to it. Can you describe how you lost your airpods?
3: Yeah, man. So, like, my pods almost never leave my ears. I gotta keep bumping my own tracks to keep up the inspo, you know? I even got my pods registered as a hearing aid. Now they can stay in during class so I can get some real learning done. But, like, I was on my fifth track, Meet Reprise, And this sweetie came sliding up to my desk. And my girl's my sun and moon and stars, so I tell this honey to scoot along. But she keeps trying to talk to me. Something about, yo, Jimmy, have you done the slides yet? I swear to God we're going to fucking fail this presentation. And I'm not with that negativity, so I go to turn the tunes up. But the pods died, because you only got so long in this life. And so I stick them back in the case to juice them up.
0: Do you recall where you put your case?
3: Yeah, I keep the case on my chain.
0: On your... like a wallet chain? Yeah. So the AirPods were somehow stolen from you while they were chained to your person?
3: Oh nah, they were on the chain, but the chain wasn't on me, you know what I'm saying?
0: So you... there was a chain attached to them, but it wasn't attached to your person?
3: That's it, sis. But yeah, by the time the sweetheart gives me some space, I reach down for them and they're just gone. Talk about off the chain, you know?
0: Doesn't off the chain refer to good things?
3: I really need those pods back.
0: Next, I met with Lance Carlton, esports extraordinaire. Even Dana admit he's a bit more difficult to reach, and sure enough, that seemed to be the case. He demanded he would only see me in the comfort of his own room. Had I known what I would face, I would have brought a hazmat suit. Can you introduce yourself to- I'm sorry, can I open a window, perhaps?
2: Humidity can cause irreparable damage to my PC.
0: Can I at least turn on the lights in here? No. (laughs) Um, Well, Lance, you were the first victim of air robbery- Can you run us through the events of September 16th? Went to class.
3: Had my AirPods. Left class. Didn't have my AirPods.
0: When was the last time you remember seeing them?
3: When I went to class.
0: And when did you notice they were gone? When I left class. Great. Where had you put them? In my roller backpack. So, you arrived in class and placed your AirPods in your roller backpack. After class, you discovered they were missing, meaning you can accurately pinpoint that the crime occurred throughout the course of your class. Lance? Lance, can you confirm?
4: Shut up. I almost have a twenty-three kill streak.
0: I'm sorry, do you? All right. Is there any more information that you can provide? Did anything suspicious happen during class? Is there anyone you suspect of the crime? Is there any way to identify these AirPods as yours, if found?
3: Just look for the cheesy one.
0: Oh my god. Thanks for the interview. I'm out. And for the last witness we're speaking with today, Sawyer Thomas. Thanks for coming on today, Sawyer.
4: Pleasure's all mine.
0: Uh, so the day you got your AirPods stolen, you were in a class called What Would Scooby Do? A look at furry friends in the media, correct?
4: Yeah. Which sucks, because that's my favorite class. And now whenever I think of it, the only thing I'll be able to remember is my AirPods getting stolen. Like, you know when you go to smell a Yankee Candle, expecting sea breeze, but some jokester who wears the bath and body warts, which is out the labels, and instead of sea breeze, you get a whiff of pink lady slipper, which you haven't smelled since the last Rainforest invention got shut down. So you start to quietly sob to yourself, and they call security, and...
0: Could you please just tell us about the incident?
4: Oh, right. I think everyone was just working on their essay during class. And I always listen to music when I work, but when I went to reach for my AirPods, they weren't there. I queued up the new Chainsmokers album and everything.
0: And what did you do when you realized your AirPods were missing? Did you ever get them back?
4: I could have reported it, but... I thought it honestly would have made much of a difference with all the other robberies going on. Besides, I was busy planning for the next Underground Haleson Film Fest.
0: The Underground Haleson Film Fest. That sounds familiar. Were you a participant last semester?
4: No. I had upgraded by that point. Yif yeah, baby. I had to sit in front row in the judge's seat.
0: And who were the other judges with you?
4: It was me, Lance, and Marina. The film that won was, uh, Air Poops? Oh no, that can't be right.
0: Wait, the other air robber victims?
4: I guess so. Hey, wait, that sounds like the name of the other film, not Air Poops. It's funny, I couldn't remember the name. Only two short films actually entered.
0: And the other film that entered? Some
4: black and white murder noir thriller or something. I think a woman died in it. And don't get me wrong, Air Poops was... God, awful. But compared to what Doug McDougal directed, sheesh, lost by a landslide.
0: Did you just say... Doug McDougal, the one I interviewed as a star witness of Marina's case, he had an indirect link to the original AirPod theft, but one that was worth looking into. I had a lead that I had to follow first thing I did after meeting with Sawyer was to contact Dana again to get more
2: information on the victim's connection to Doug. Doug McDougall? Total dick. My friend Evan's roommate Sierra's classmate Robin acted in a short film he was directing, and like, she's a vegetarian, but all of the food had meat in it. Um, okay. Do you know anything about Doug's film for
0: the Halston Underground Film Festival?
2: <laughs> Unfortunately. It was like if the patriarchy made a baby with Hitchcock, but the kid was hyper-privileged and settled for mediocrity. The prize for Judge's Favorite was $100, which is all a film kid craving validation and Starbucks coffee money needs, so Doug was campaigning like crazy to win. He threw so much shit on social media and did all this embarrassing behind-the-scenes stuff.
0: I wanted to see if this was true, so I went to see Doug's Instagram, and...
4: Yeah, so the main character's wife represents Purity. She's dressed in all white to really, uh, accentuate those features. And so when she dies, it's like, innocence lost. And it's a brutal death, because her feminine beauty is really important to our male protag. Yeah. Vote for my film.
2: But yeah, bad, bad art. Like, both films were stupid. But at least the AirPod documentary was an intriguing commentary on the fragility of human relationships in the face of capitalism. But also fucking AirPod's. It was a clear winner.
0: And the judges for this festival, who were they?
2: Um, my friend's girlfriend Marina, my deconstruction of sitcoms into reconstructions of dramas classmate Lance, and fucking Sawyer. Ew, that's a terrible combo. Who let them judge? Marina, Lance,
0: and Sawyer. Three out of the four AirPods victims.
2: Huh. Yeah. And shit, you know what? Jimmy wasn't a judge, but he had a mini-concert in between screenings. Wow, talk about the random entropy of the universe. What are the odds? And was Doug upset when he lost? Oh girl, he was crying like a baby, screaming about how people didn't know true art, saying that we were all hypnotized by the insidious mechanisms of Apple's iron grip on the free market. Which is true, but he didn't have to pop off so angrily. So you're saying he
0: has a connection to the victims... And possibly a motive.
2: Oh shit. You made me drop me sick. I hope you don't like this carpet.
0: That was the final nail in the coffin for Doug McDougall's fate. Little did I know, but every victim I interviewed was on the board of the Helson Underground Film Fest during the very semester Air Rob won over McDougal's Shadows of a Dead Woman. And immediately in the following semester, new AirPod thefts occurred. Take Nick. Perhaps he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, but Nick's motive just doesn't hold up. He's proven himself to be a dorky, but caring freshman who just wants to find his way in a small college like Helson. Now, let's look at Doug McDougall, a jaded, bitter film student who lost to none other but the worst documentary a Haleson student has ever produced. Doug was someone scorned, burned by his very peers who he desperately wanted validation from. Of course his pride would be shot. What if he wanted revenge? What if he wanted to make a statement about others' greed? And what better way than to enact a revenge than forcing the judges to undergo the very same tragic loss the documentary highlighted? I needed to find out more on Doug's connection. But admittedly, there is another factor as well. Can you tell me anything about the original filmmaker behind Air Robbed, Jonah?
2: Honestly, not much. Uh, five foot ten, one sixty pounds, O positive blood, Sagittarius. So yeah, not really. Dude was super quiet outside of his films. He dropped off the face of the fucking earth after the release of Air Robbed. Luke told me he was a victim. Luke Anderson? Yeah, the OG victim. You know, you two were friends, if I recall. Yeah. I originally wanted to
0: keep this out of the podcast, as I did not want to seem biased, but it seems as though I should be truthful. I was involved in the original air robber crime. Luke was a good friend of mine, keyword being was. But in the making of the documentary, I was accused as stealing his AirPods. My name was cleared near immediately because one, there's no evidence against me, and two, I didn't fucking do it. But Luke's attitude during that whole thing soured a friendship that was, admittedly, already on the outs. If you told Aubrey of last semester that she'd be entangled in more AirPod shit this semester, She'd laugh, but if there's one thing I hate, it's not knowing what happened. I need closure. Haleson needs closure. Nick Teller needs closure. And if a stupid film bro is leading everyone astray and framing some innocent freshman just because he can, I need to stop it. I need to expose him. That sounded dirty, it's not. I really hate that guy. Anyway. Doug McDougal has the motive. He has the opportunity. I just need that smoking gun of evidence.
1: Is that smoke? Did somebody light a match? Wait, wait. Does somebody hotbox my fucking studio box? Without me? Anyways. It's S to the T to the E to the V to the E to the V. Hi guys, it's Steve. Back at you with your favorite segment. Man,
2: wasn't that episode
1: crazy? I can't believe Aubrey swapped tails with a furry. Get it? Anyway, I'm about to do a deep dive into the discography of the most talented virtuoso composer of the 21st century. If Franz Liszt had a great-great-great-grandnephew with a passion for vape flavors, it'd be Jimmy. If Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory had sex with the Industrial Revolution, it'd sound like Jimmy's music. If I had to pick a guy for my laser tag team, it'd be Slimmy Jimmy. Here's my review for Slimmy Jimmy's latest album, Corporeal Knockers. Right at the gate, we get an intro that's super conceptual with sounds of whales and pennies and, and Jimmy beatboxing to the monologue and goodwill hunting. I think it's fun, but like, what does it mean? I had some difficulty, especially in the middle of the album where the girl is, she, like, is she eating pudding? I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's too deep for me. I wanted to play y'all a clip of the title track, but Jimmy told me he'd send me a DMCA if I did. I don't even know what DMCA stands for don't make me call an attorney sounds pretty scary might be cuz he samples Mr. Brightside by the killers illegally oops probably shouldn't have said that anyway i'm going to play this episode out with a clip from jimmy's album that i can use go donate to his patreon thicky jimmy 24
2: i pledge allegiance Two, the flag of the United States of America, and two, the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty. Injustice for our